Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. This is your host, Tim Birch, and continuing our, th- our theme of uh, Women's History Month and Women in Surveying, uh, I recently uh, actually got connected with some people in the, the New York Society who kept bringing up this lady's name. And uh, I really I thought, well, it sure sounds like uh, this is somebody I needed to reach out and talk to. Um, because she's, uh, well, she's a principal of the firm, second generation, got to like that. I mean, as a fellow second generation, I like that one too. Um, talking to, now, it, you, we're sitting here talking, I go, Jen, do you prefer Jen or is it Jennifer? I do. I prefer Jen. It's funny because I used to say Jennifer to everybody and I realized, no, call me Jen. Okay. So, yeah. It's it's Jen Reap. Uh, she's with Beatty, Beatty and Watson. Correct. Very good. Beatty and Watson in New York. Um, I tell you what, Jennifer, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about yourself, a little bit of your bio, the company bio, and, and uh, what, you know, what, what, uh, what are you doing with surveying these days? Okay. Uh, so like every other second generation surveyor, I started working when I was about three. So, <laughs> yes, you know, it's been, it's been my whole life. It's always been a part of my life, uh, but I hated it when I was younger and I, um, I, I tried very hard not to do it, but it, you know, it, when you're a surveyor, you're, that's your family, that's your life, you do it. So I, it was in my blood. Um, I went to college to do something else. And of course I worked all through college in surveying while I was going to college. And when I came out and I had a degree in something completely different, communications actually, um, I you know, started working here again. And eventually I just had enough credit. I had enough time. I had enough experience to get my license. So I got it. And then I kept working and I became a partner and then I obviously got my license. I I became a partner and then about 2015, I got, I became the president of the company. Oh, very good. Very good. So your firm is is surveying and engineering. So what, uh, what type of work do you generally do? So we're civil engineering firm, and so we do a, a lot of septic, mostly septic, so, you know, water and septic and, and mostly private work. Um, we do a little bit, we do subdivisions and those kinds of things. So, but I try and stay away from the engineers. I, I, just, <laughs> I think, you know, you know, we always have that competition going like every surveyor and engineer. Um, yes. Mutual love and a mutual hate. You got it. Well, and, and something that uh, we, we typically talk, I try to typically talk about to you know, surveyors from all over the country that, that uh, we end up getting a chance to, to chat with, what is surveying like in your neck of the woods of New York? Because 
New York can be either New York City and full urban, or it can be, it, it's, it's literally the wild, wild west up in the, the upper parts of New York. It really is. I, I absolutely love New York and I love Cold Spring, which is where we are. We're about an hour north of New York City and we're on the Hudson River. So one day we could be in this city measuring, you know, an inch or, or a fraction of an inch and making sure that's fine. The next day we could be up in the mountains uh, in the Adirondacks or in the Catskills and we can be climbing a mountain looking for something that might be 100 feet away and a little stone pile that we were searching for. So it, it we have so, our terrain is rugged, our Deeds vary from something very precise to something, you know, from that rock to this tree to, you know, Abraham's corner, you know, so <laughs> it's tough. It can be tough, but it's it's challenging and the terrain is challenging and the property line determination is challenging, but, but we're lucky. Well, I can all, what I'm picturing is how beautiful that has to be in fall color. That oh, just has to be gorgeous. It's absolutely the best it really is especially along the hudson river i mean if you ever get a chance to be on the hudson river and sailing through it you you there's nothing like it well that sounds fantastic uh my conversation uh a couple of weeks ago with uh with a lady out in northwestern montana it's always great to have these conversations because you know that's one thing i think that's always consistent with with surveyors is that how much we do appreciate no matter where we're at, the, it, the, the beauty of, of where we are. And it's like you said, whether you're, you're measuring down to the, 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 the Nats rear end in, in downtown uh, New York city, or you're up in the Catskills, it's just, it's, it's so different for everywhere you go. It is. The, the whole country is pretty amazing. We really have everything here. There, there's nothing like it. Well, very good. Well, tell us a little bit about your surveying career. And um, like I said, second generation, and uh, uh, I have met your father, wonderful man. And so I can only imagine what that was like growing up under that and working under 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 his wing. Um, what was your career like once once you decided you were really going to do the surveying thing? What did you were you able to experience to really solidify that? Yes, I made the right choice. And uh, I will say that the communication skills, you've got an added bonus there, having started there and went to surveyor, surveying, but uh, what did you learn about uh, you know, yourself when in really wanting to be that surveyor? Well, it, it's funny because um, I don't know who knows my father on what we're listening to, but my father has been very, very active in, in the New York State Association. And he is, he has been president. He has been, you know, through every one of those things. Every, everyone, most, most people in New York, if that's a surveyor, they know him. Um, so that's a hard thing to live up to, you know. He's a great, and he's a fantastic surveyor. He's wonderful. And I found out that we work well together, and I always thought we were kind of the same, but then I kind of found out we were different. I, I, I realized that uh, we have complementing uh I do things better than he does, and he does things better than I do. And once I realize that's okay, and you can use what he has, and I can use my communication skills, or you know, I I can be on an interview or those kinds of things. I'm going to use that to my advantage. I can have other people that do other things well. Um, 
So it, it's been good and hard too. You know, sometimes we clash, but that's all right. That hey, yes, that's you learn. Yes, exactly. Well, and besides your father, and uh, and being a, a woman in a male-dominated field, what other mentors have you had in in your career that's really shown you the way that you know what this this is really what I I mean my this is kind of my calling and I can do this and and having some examples of people that have helped you along the way to say yeah I'm I am good at this I can I can make this work. Well. My, my poor partner, Steve Miller, has been with me since I was a teenager, and, and I was pretty awful. I hated, I hated surveying. I trudged <laughs> through it with him, and he was the party chief. And now, the poor guy, I'm his boss. So <laughs> Steve Miller is one of uh, my favorite people. And so he, he is, he, he's somebody that I really love. But there are also some women that I really admire now being older you you really get that those people help you through regardless of the fact if you knew them or not but so marie welch and patty brooks who were president both past presidents of nice apples and frankly a very young woman ashley metz who is very active in nice Apples, but she's younger than me much younger than me half my age she could be my child and, you know, I wouldn't have gotten started talking to people and really sticking my neck out there had, had she not pulled me into it. So her, well, everybody, okay. age range and men. You and bet. Women. You mm. bet. Well, and that's, and that's the important thing is, are those mentors that we have? Uh, and, you know, we keep, we keep trying to have these conversations, especially with the younger generations coming in, that mentoring it's a two-way street. It is, it is older to younger, younger to older that um, you know, when somebody wants to say, well, it's reverse mentoring. No, mentoring is mentoring. And uh, there's so much that we can learn from the younger generations, especially when it comes to technology and, you know, sometimes bringing us out of our shells just a little bit to really find out who we really are when, and really come, we, we grow into our roles, seeing some of these things. So that's great. Yes. Um, a little shout out to Patty Brooks, uh, New York, uh, NSPS New York director. Um, I've gotten to know uh, uh, Ricky and Patty Brooks over the last few years. So I can only imagine having been in, in the, the New York society with them for years, um, what it's like, because those two are just a hoot. They are really just a lot of fun. They are. They're really, they're great people. Well, that's good. Um, well, and let's, I'll tell you what, let's jump, let's jump into talking about your role and your, and as, as, as a, as a surveyor. And I, I, I keep coming back around to with a, a lot of women in it that you are a surveyor. You just happen to be a woman and in a, a male dominated field, um, because, because you look at things differently. And I guess at this, you know, talking about working with your father, just that really almost that, that kind of makes the point that you both see things differently and that's how you at can attack problems. You both do things well, but a lot of times they're different. Yeah, they are different. And I think that part, you know, we had to, it was hard to get here. When I started working in surveying, you know, I was a unicorn. I mean, you know, people would notice because, and people would ignore me. I mean, a lot of guys on construction sites would, completely ignore me. I actually had where I would stand next to a guy that was 
you know, he, he was the Rodman and uh, the, the construction foreman would talk to him even though I was standing right there and I would answer and then he'd answer back to my Rodman. And so it was hard, you know, I just kept pushing through. I just made my way through and I've, I've gotten to my spot, but um, I, I'm sorry, I forgot my train of thought because I remember that so vividly at this man not talking to me. It was very, it's not like that now. I think I really got surprised at one point in my life when I realized the guys were, you know, in their 20s or 30s, and I was their boss. And even though I know I was their boss, when they spoke to me, they came right up to me and asked me a question that was a surveying question without any blinking. I was like, oh, things have changed. Right. They don't think of women like this so much anymore, this younger age. So it's different. Exactly. And that's, and and I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because you know, that's been a consistent story from the past and, and just the few women that were in surveying, uh, you know, and that's what I, you know, we've been trying to, to pick up that narrative as, as the national society is that things have changed. It is a different environment. It isn't so physical and brawny and things that there's so much more to the profession now than there ever has been. And so to, to see, yourself kind of, you know, part of that charge leading the way in leadership and really uh, how things can can happen for surveying. Um, I, I applaud all the women that, that, that go forward because there's so much more that, that you do add to to our profession. I would agree. And, I, and I'm going to say I applaud all the men that really, really helped me through this, didn't think of me as anything else, but they're equal. Um, so, you know, I think we all did it together. Exactly. Well, that's, that's great. Well, and I guess that's part of the question I have, you know, for you as, as, as the principal of a firm and you're, you're, you're hiring and hiring and firing and dealing with all of these things as, as uh, a leader of the firm, um, what is it that, how do you approach uh, running a surveying business not that it's going to be any different than, than from a male perspective, but there's there has to be a little different viewpoint on how to run a business uh, from the female perspective than, it, than, than probably the stereotypical male. Oh, yeah, I think so. It's, it's actually kind of funny because in some ways I'm I'm I realize about how something affected somebody. I think I'm more aware than the men of how somebody told an instruction how they were angry when they told them and I I would soften it and I think I do soften those things but at the same time I can tell you right now of the three bosses when it really comes down to being cutthroat and making decisions I'm the worst I'm the hardest so um yeah it is different it's definitely different and I think it's different for my employees um but I think that's good because we have both here. Exactly. Exactly. And I guess that's what I appreciate about the, the nurturing side that, 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 that women bring to this profession and to the environment that it's, it doesn't have to be, I mean, yes, you make the hard decisions when, 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 when the rubber has to meet the road and you have to make the hard decisions, you do it. But there, there is uh, I think there, I think there's, like I said, there's a little more of a nurturing 
uh, aspect to leadership. And it really comes down to, and that's what I like about uh, uh, people in your position, that you actually add more leadership than it is just managing. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I would would agree. I'm going to tout our women's horn and say, yes, we do. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Because, and, and I, I guess that's part of the, uh, you know, the other question I have for you. And as far as developing the environment of your firm, uh, both inside and outside for, you know, and from, from a, a, a woman that's been there, what is it, you know, what can we do better as a profession to encourage uh, women, minorities, others that aren't stereotypically, you know, uh, surveyors that we we are we are a great uh great profession that we really need to be considered going forward um because of because of the opportunities well like i said when i was when i began that there was hardly any women and now there are more a lot more women than when i was younger and there was two uh uh, but we had to start small and i think in New York, anyway, I don't know about other states, we're having more of a, uh, not more, but a diversity problem and, you know, different. Right. It's really mostly white males and now white females. And, and you know what? I think we just have to start small. We really have to work on encouraging everyone to do this job. You know what? Surveyors don't care who, who is working for them. We want workers. We want you. We want you outdoors. We want you making our maps. We don't care. So if we can start getting a small, a small bunch, mm-hmm. it will just grow. We just need to encourage it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's part of what I, th- I think. I think the New York Society is doing a great job. Their PR committee has really just. Uh, taking the bull by the horns and, and really uh, promoting the profession quite a bit. And I've, and uh, I appreciate, I appreciate from, from the, the national perspective, all of the things that they're, they're doing and, and incorporating and uh, really promoting uh, people like yourself, people like Patty and such that uh, really, that, that that's, this is what this profession is all about. It's about, about the good people that are in it. And there, there's, there's obviously plenty of room for growth um, because we've got a lot of opportunities out there that unfortunately it's, it's kind of, kind of universal at this point that uh, we've got a lot of jobs that need to be filled and uh, we've got to get there. So um, question for you though, I want to go back to the, to the, the, the whole mentality of, of, of surveying a little bit. Because this is something that uh, I've talked about with with several other, uh, both male and female surveyors, especially when in a, when it comes to a project. And you talked about how you and your dad complimented each other a little bit. Um, some of the some of the things that we we keep coming up with is that men are pro- men are just generally problem solvers. Give it to me. We're gonna we're gonna solve this boundary. We're gonna solve this problem. Boom boom boom. We're done. We've got to get on to the next one. Whereas I appreciate the fact that from from a female perspective, it's a little more it's a little more thoughtful. It's a little more provoke thought provoking, and it's a, a balance that that uh, is able to put them some things together. That uh, w- when I've worked with uh, with with female contemporaries, they really bring a different viewpoint to to uh, a complex problem, and it, it it it's opened my eyes quite a bit. And so I guess I'm curious from your perspective. Um, 
am I seeing something unique or how do you, how do you attack a prob a, a project in a problem like that? Well, well, without being specific about it, I mean, I, I, I am driven by a deadline and making sure the customer's happy. So I sure, will, sure. you know, so I do push people. I push my staff, you know, to get everything I need and I continue on that way. Um, and I do want to make them happy. And I really, really try to emphasize the things that they actually needed versus, okay, I'm just going to do a survey. But the important part was that, you know, we wanted to locate this tree because this tree is very important to us. And, you know, so we make that tree look special, you know? So I think that, I don't know that men don't do this, but I, I think that's what I try to do. I want to mm -hmm. emphasize what their actual what they care about, what they need, um, and why that part is important. Um, that's what I sure, think. sure. Well, and that's that's something that uh, like I said, we've I've talked about with 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 other women. It's kind of it it is that whole right brain left brain thing, and and how it we we can complement each other when we do work 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 well together. So, no, that's always that's always a big thing. I I think, and I think it 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 fosters a, a better work environment. That uh, that we can we can solve problems together and, and uh, especially in, like you said in this some of these projects that are breakneck breakneck speed and gotta deliver gotta deliver and it's uh, it, it's kind of kind of uh, it's it's challenging at times to get some of this stuff out so I can just imagine it's very challenging it's yes very much so <laughs> um, well I I guess you know just in in putting together an, 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 an your office environment are there things that that you are looking for in in future employees both inside and outside i mean what if you could if you could uh, find let's say the, the the i won't say the perfect employee but what are some of the characteristics that really stand out to you for what would make a good well inside and or outside surveyor a technician well um, I don't know that this is just for surveying. I mean, I, I feel that somebody that wants to, when they're here, they want to work. They want to be here, um, especially outside. I mean, that's, that's a hard thing being outside. Everybody, you know, that's a non-surveyor thinks that it's sunny days and wonderful all the time. It's not. It's probably no. <laughs> 20% of the year that you really get some really good days. Um, so they need to want to be here. They need to show some enthusiasm for things that are not so fun. You know, I get some interviews where the first thing uh, people say is, hey, you got any drones? You know, uh, yeah, I know drones are fun. And then, they, you know, even if you're doing the drone, there's a whole bunch of inside work that has to be done. That's not exactly. So I look for people that actually realize the, the work that goes behind uh the easy stuff um I, I think that's what my i would look for and probably most people look for um, honesty hard worker good person and i will you know i will reciprocate reciprocate that very good well uh and i guess you know part of it is also you know you're at, you're near a, a, a obviously one of the biggest urban areas in the country mm -hmm. uh seeing a lot of work how does the profession of surveying look and how's the future look for surveyors? Um, you know, we keep thinking, oh, the, 
there are those that want to say that that uh, things are slowing down and it's going to be doom and gloom soon. But yet all the surveyors I'm talking to are just it's it's gangbusters. How does the profession look to you as far as uh, future work and, uh, and and really still that need for surveyors? Well, I think I think that as surveyors, we have to push a little bit back to society. We have to for one. You know, like you said, the PR committee, we're working really hard on public awareness of what we do, why it's important, you know, understanding what we do once they get their mat, not just throwing it in the, uh, you know, in their filing cabinet. We have to push back on some of the other professionals to start recognizing our work and putting our names down on that work so that we, you know, they're always very eager to call us when there's a problem. But if my name's not on there, I don't know why you're calling me. So put our names down. We'll take we'll take the bad stuff, but you need to give us the good stuff too. Um, and in terms, I think we started a little late in trying to push the younger generation. But what I see from the, the younger generation now, I'm really impressed by by them. I I I think that they are doing an a fantastic in, in New York anyway they're doing a fantastic job right so I have a lot of faith in them well good good because uh it was nice to meet uh, a lot of the students there uh Alfred State and uh the Ranger School um I'm hearing rumblings that Paul Smith is trying to get get that program back up and running again which would be uh which would be a fantastic thing because obviously uh there there is a need for for our future surveyors and geospatialists. So, uh, but New York is really doing a great job. And um, well, um, I guess the last question I have for you is uh, based upon what you've learned at this point in your career, any advice for future surveyors and what, uh, what, how you, how you see uh, someone can be successful in this, uh, in this, in this little thing we, we like to, we like to call our career. Well, I think you actually kind of stole my answer when you said it before, but I think that we, I think they need to listen to the older folk. I mean, hey, I have so much respect for those guys that actually did hand calculations after they had been in the field for all day long. You know, we've got it easy. So please listen to the older generation and push us, push, push us. You're right. We need to listen to our younger people um, and, and incorporate some of their ideas. Maybe some of it doesn't work, but if we both work together, we will have a fantastic profession that will thrive. So that's my, my that's my spiel. Very good. Well, very good. Well, I appreciate your time being respective of, of the time. And, uh, um, but you know what? I, I look forward to, actually meeting you in person soon. And, uh, and uh, I, like I said, all the stuff that New York's got going on is, is fantastic. I'm so, so, uh, so proud of what they've done and getting to know the people behind the association. And uh, um, well, like I said, if it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a pleasure to hear about uh, all the great things that you've done and, and, and really put some things out there. And, and finally, it's good to sit and talk to you as well. I said, I can't wait to meet in person and, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll share a few more stories down the road. That sounds great. I appreciate that, Tim.
Well, that'll wrap us up for this week of Surveyor Says. Uh, we've got we've got several weeks left uh, of uh, Women's History Month and women in surveying. So we've got a couple more conversations just like this one, this great conversation with Jen. Thank you again, Jen. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says podcast brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.